So everybody has experienced pain. We all know what it feels like, but the question is, what do you do when you're going through that experience? Whether it be death, whether it be a loss of a job, or whether it be a loss of a child, or just finances in general, we all know what pain feels like. But I wanted to provide an environment where people could grow, where they could be truthful, and where it could be insightful, because not everybody is alike, but the bottom line is, is that we all can identify with each other. And so I wanted this place to be a spiritual place, a place filled with love and hope, because even in your darkest times, we all need something to look up to. So stay tuned. Hey, yo, what up, guys? It's V from Stay Tuned Podcast. How was everybody's week? Happy Friday. Week was rough. Why was it rough? Because I have a job that I pay my bills, but I don't love. Right. Well, we've all been there. We've all been there. Been there and done that, doing that now, currently. I'm not doing that now. (laughs) The I love. I I love my job. Yeah, I love my job too. I love getting paid. (laughs) How about that? All right. What up you guys? (laughs) <laughs> we're here we're here what up this is episode five season three breakups to makeups i got my girl z with me what up z hey i got t with me hey Hi. and we have a special male guest in Finally. the building let's give him a round of applause <laughs> it's a man and a half No, really. Like, you really need a breakup in a conversation. We did. We did. So, we're glad to see you. We're glad that you're here, Av. Thanks for coming. All right. Let's get into it. So, breakups to makeup. When you're in a relationship with someone and you know that it's going downhill, so you end the relationship, but that person does not like the word no, they don't like rejection. So, we act out in the worst way possible. And what do you do? How do you handle that? What is the best way for you to keep yourself safe? Everybody's so quiet. Why everybody look at well, me instantly? I, I was looking at both of y'all. <laughs> but I'm, gonna let, I'm letting y'all get y'all shit off because y'all probably got more experience in the you know, stalker. Around. So you say we hanging out with losers? No, I'm saying that if a nigga is stalking a chick, he's a loser. That's the second time that I've heard that today. But if a yeah. chick is stalking a dude, she's, she's crazy. not a loser? No, she is too. Yeah. They're both oh, losers. so they're both Oh, no, they're, they're, they're equally They're losers. both losers. They're equally yeah. losers. No, yeah. Absolutely. What if you don't think you're stalking? Okay, so... What if you explain. just feel like the person really doesn't understand the decision that they made or you weren't clear about the breakup like you have some people who they say they broke up with somebody but they don't they're not good with confrontation so the person still thinks they're in a couple and then you're telling people that the person's a stalker but no they they still think y'all together has that ever happened or you know when you break up with somebody it's a breakup well most of the time you know when it's a breakup but I kind of agree with you mm-hmm. on that line of thinking mm-hmm. only because 
how many times do you see with situations, either man or woman, where they break up, okay, it's over, mm-hmm. but they still hold on to that person. Yeah, because right. when you still stick in your pee-pee in a person, it doesn't matter that you said, well, I told right. her yesterday, or I told him the other day that it's a wrap, but he was at your house last night, but we not a couple, but you're still sleeping with him. So now you upset he parked outside your house. He's parked outside your house because you're going to be calling him in an hour anyway to come over. So is it over or is it not over? Because if you still sleep with him, y'all still a couple. So my question to that is, is it feelings or control? Control. Mm-hmm. Or is it a little bit of both? I mean, naturally there's going to be feelings there if mm-hmm. he was in a relationship with somebody. Right. And even if you want a relationship to end, it doesn't mean that you don't have feelings for that person. Right. However, for somebody to persistently say or tell you no we're going to be in a relationship that's control definitely i agree 100 percent um i've definitely been in that situation before where i broke up with somebody and i was clear about it hey we're not going to be together anymore i cut off all contact with that person but they failed to listen to what it was that I had to say. They failed to respect my wishes. They failed to cut off all contact because they felt like they just had to express how they felt. Um, you know, when I was in that relationship, it was always about, well, you didn't listen to me. Let me, let me just explain. It was a lot of explaining. And it was really at the end of the day, he just kept repeating himself over and over and over again. It was nothing different that he was saying. And I mean, he can go on for hours at a time, but he felt like he had to get that off of his chest and it never changed. If anything, to me, letting him talk, it just made his behavior. He he was just more aggressive. Given allowing him the, the time to tell you that basically let him know that you still care. Right. So the more you let him talk, the, the more he wasn't going to wear. Basically, to say that, like, so we break up, right? Mm-hmm. But we continue to have sex. Mm-hmm. If I break up with you, right? Mm-hmm. But then we continue to have sex. I don't want you to get it fucked up. I still broke up with you. I, yeah. I don't. I think people have to be mature enough to know the difference mm-hmm. between if we break up and do something versus if we're together and we do something. Like everything isn't always on the opposite to coach you through. Like I'm about to, I'm about to hold your hand through our breakup and if we have sex that's mutual how do so, you assess though the person that you're seeing is mature enough to handle that type of contact contact yeah. because that that's where we'll come in question like you raw with like look i dumped her but i still want to sleep with you are you sure she got the message because you do have so and i can't keep saying she because men do the same thing Sometimes if you're still sleeping with them, it doesn't matter that you're constantly, because I've been in that situation where I'm like, hey, no, it's completely over. And he felt like he was mature enough to handle it. But for him, we were still in the couple and we're not. Well, typically, um, what I've, <clears throat> my experiences are men don't attach the emotion to sex like women do. So typically a man can still have sex with you and it mean, it makes no difference for them. That's just like the normal thing for guys. So... 
a lot of times that is the whole idea that most men are not emotional creatures, right? And that right. most women are the emotional creatures and that men can just stick it wherever. But as I've grown, that's not always the case. There are a lot of dudes who are just as emotional as women, but there are just a far, there is just more, I guess I would say what, less Less men that are more emotional than women? Well, I don't know. Or maybe they're emotional just in different ways. I believe they're emotional in different ways. I believe men are emotional. They just try to redirect their emotions in different ways. That's why they try to just, okay, you might feel some type of way about a chick. That's the reason you still want to have sex with her. Yeah. it's that it's that it, you showing emotion the minute you want to still have sex with her, but you don't want to be with her. Right, and and, and, and I mean, well, some women, some women will still deal with a man and still have sex with him, but she won't be emotional about it. It there will be no emotional ties involved. I've been on that. I've been on that side where a dude legit wanted to be with me, and I was like, I don't feel anything for him, but he's a great lay. That's all I want from you. Mm-hmm. And he wanted to try to make a relationship out right. of us being intimate. And it was like, look, I'm legit. I'm good. Right. But I've been on the other end of that as well, where somebody is saying, no, I just want this from you. And I felt as the other guy did. But it just depends on the person in the situation. I've been with dudes who are super emotional. And then I've been with guys who are just like, whatever. You know, they're not moved by it. I kind of think it's what, what Campbell was saying, where it's like, it's just such a small amount of them. And I have to say... Or maybe we just don't hear about them. Because I don't want to say it's a small amount. No, and that's yeah, what... It's a small amount. Yeah. No, but this you is what I was going to say. No, because mm-hmm. that's what my brother was saying. We had... I had a conversation with my brother, and he mm-hmm. explained, because we were talking about how women tend to be, not so much taken advantage of, but... Um, we tend to forgive really quickly, mm-hmm. but it's a group. It's a large group of us. Mm-hmm. It's a small group of women who they are raw. Like they're emotionless. They don't do that. Like they can separate sex from love. Right. And I see that population growing, but not so much just because of them, but because of the time. And my brother pointed out that men, the one thing that they have that we don't have is they're all on the same accord. It's usually just a small group of men that think like that, and the rest of them think pretty much the same. Like, look, sex is sex, love is love. And if they got that friend that's kind of a loser, (laughs) they still hang with them, Mm -hmm. but they usually just tell them, it's different. Like, women will have whole talks and we'll get wine. Girl, just (laughs) tell me. You know what? Just let him just breathe. Boy, guys be like, yo, shut up, man. Get your life together. Like, and move on. And he won't express that to them. So when he's with them, he's giving them whatever opinion they have. But for women, we tend to remember what I talked about one of the podcasts. With men, it's more of a competition. With women, it's more of a <laughs> we want to be like each other. Hmm. And it starts young. It's like if you see a girl with long hair, oh my God. I want her long hair. With boys, it's like, oh, he dumped that? I bet you I can do it better tomorrow. So it starts young, and when they get older, it just gets worse. (laughs) (laughs) 
You said your brother told you this? Yeah. Yeah, man. Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm not as pretty accurate. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because you have it. It's, it's just for them, it's, it's very small. We were talking about cheating, though. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, if women cheat, we'll have, let's say you guys are dating, mm-hmm. and he cheats on you. And tell me if I'm lying. You'll come to us crying. And you're like, oh, my God, I don't know what to do, girl. I'm like, he is a good man. He is a good man. It was only <laughs> one person, right? And we'll all come together, be like 20 of us, trying to explain to you, you should keep the, do he beat you? Do he got a job, girl? It's always based on that. We ask he beat you, you? It's like three questions we'll ask you. Right. Do he have a job? Is he hitting you? Mm-hmm. Did he make a baby? If all three of those, if one is yes and the other two are no, girl, you need to keep him. It was one time. And for men, it's just sex. It's not love. He don't love that girl, girl. He love you. But that really just depends on the person. But see, it's too many of us that do that. Let it flip. Right. And it's the guys, leave that hoe. (laughs) It doesn't matter. It don't matter if you've been with her for 10 years. Leave her. Just leave her. We not going to deal with it. You shouldn't deal with it. If you stay with it, man, we going to say nothing. We going to judge you. You're a dumbass. But we not going to. We're not going to do all that. We're not drinking wine. We're not laying on tables. What's going to happen is you should just leave her. It's plenty of women out here. And they're firm to that. It's a small amount of men that will be like, you know what, man? I'm with you. And usually that's his bestie. Go ahead. I think you should stick it out. But it's more of us on the forgiving tip. So you know? I guess if you are, if now that we've added sex in the mix, if you have broken up with someone and then you start having sex with them and you do see that they begin to have this behavior where they feel like, oh, well, now we together now. Maybe y'all out eating dinner with each other or, you know, you went to the movies together. Yeah, you might screw at the end, but that's a date. That's a, that's a regular date night for me. But this is a thing, though. So how can you be upset about her misunderstanding? You know, if you spend time, how can you be mad at her for being confused about where you guys stand? If you're going to treat, if if she's, all she is is a lay, right? Treat her as such. Meaning, hit it, hit it, and leave it alone. But But what you mess up is you hit it and then you try to spend quality time. That's not up to, that's not up to anybody to create the definition of like everybody every woman is wired differently as far as what they value more than the other True. some women value time some mm-hmm. women value money some mm-hmm. women value sacrifice mm-hmm. so because I'm if I'm somebody that just has time me spending time with you is just because I have time but that the majority particularly offer but the majority usually feel like, oh, well, he hit it, but girl, he took me to Applebee's after. Right, but is, so is it is it my fault that you you're simplifying your experiences to make what I'm doing so grand? Because a nigga take me to Applebee's is is Reggie, but because you and your circle may feel like that's. Oh, he took me there. He got the two for twenty because that's major to you. That's not oh, you got the two for twenty. Two for twenty. Two for twenty. Cheese. Oh, I got God. cheese on the yeah. burger too. Okay. Mm. If you give me cheese See? with a burger, we go together. I'm telling you, straight yeah, like See? that. Right? That's yeah. a cheap. That's, date. that's a cheap date to me. But that's true though. Like, no. if you take me out to Applebee's and you allow me to get extra, and you know it's an extra dollar and fifty for them to put cheese up there. 
It's a cheat day. For some, yeah, it might be a cheat day for you. you. But for somebody but else. But for somebody else, they like, yo. Because she's been, she's a real jump off. her mind. When you get a, somebody who's been a real jump off, and that, when I mean a real jump off, she never sees the light of day. No one even knows you know her, but you've been sleeping with her for like six years. She's a real jump off. So when she meets somebody, it doesn't matter if she's time, um, financial, or sacrifice. Taking her to Applebee's hits all those blocks. It does. Because you did sacrifice your time to spend that money to take her out. So it's like, oh my God, he's taking me outside. I can get dressed and I'm going to get my hair done. He loves me. Right. But Okay, so to counter that, right? So mm-hmm. let's, say, let's say I do that, right? Actions are simply actions. The only thing that makes it more grand than the other is the emotional attachment between two people. Me holding the door for you is just me holding the door for you. But if I fuck with you and you fuck with me, me holding the door for you becomes a grand gesture. Me taking you to Applebee's to get something to eat is just me taking you out to eat and I'm just footing the bill. But if I fuck with you and you fuck with me, it becomes a grand gesture. It's a simple, it's a simple action, but because you like me however much you like me, mm-hmm. you view it differently. That's not my business nor my job. That got to do with me. I'm doing what I do, and I'm not altering that because it's something you're not used to. Hmm. That That's makes a different sense. perspective. But at wow. the same time, mm. like now at I the same time, now you through. want her to alter her perspective, mm-hmm. though. So you thing. want her to change her, though, and have to guess that you... You're doing this, mind you, I agree with you. You should have to change your person right. to accommodate this person. You clearly told her, look, I'm smashing. Mm-hmm. Just because I'm a decent dude doesn't mean I want to marry you. Right. I'm taking you to get something to eat because that's the least I can do. You just put out. But Or I want to get something to eat and maybe I know your food situation is a little funny. Maybe you're on stamps and they ain't dry when they were supposed to. Oh, and that's like, so oh, nice. I mean, and you see what she just did? Did you hear what Ronald got? So oh nice. my God, that is that's so, so nice. nice. So because you're decent and because you are you have a good heart, this person might think, it's like, oh my God. Because it's some guys, it's same situation. They don't care that she got food stamps. Right. They don't care right. there's no food it's now. some dudes like, they yo. They go over, so... they gonna smash, they gonna leave. Right. So again, how do you? How is it fair to her? It's not. It's not. Is she supposed to guess? Well, that, no, she can hey, ask. She can ask. It's 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 really that simple. Quick conversation. Hey, I know we're just doing a physical thing, and every once in a while you may do this. It does this mean more to you than just the physical? Mm-hmm. Simple conversation. And if it's something you can't handle, you need to be honest with him and tell him, well, "Look, I ain't gonna lie. The the holding the doors, opening the car, copping the bill." That's too much for me. That reads something different. But the problem is not enough people are saying that early on. And they go down a rabbit hole and they get mad when they don't get the prize that they think they deserve or they think they were going to get. Like, if I'm decent, I'm just decent. That's on me. It's not, I'm not trying to compare to what you, your past, but you're going to do that by default. Okay, so let's flip it then. So now I got to be shitty because I don't want to overcompensate. Okay, now... I love the point you made because you are exactly right. So now let's flip it though. Okay. It's the woman. And I've been okay. completely clear that okay. this is exactly what I want. But just right. because you come over to my house and I cook you something to eat, mm-hmm. or I might call you over, hey, come watch a movie with me. Right. That indicates nothing. I just want you to come over and watch a movie with me. And I've had the conversation, and the conversation's been clear. Just because I'm a decent woman right. does not mean that I want to date you, and why don't you 
in, in the same breath, mm-hmm. ask before you make the assumption. I'm going to say inviting a man to your home for a movie and cooking him dinner gives off a different image versus us going to Applebee's. Mm. What's so the difference? That's two different exactly. Things because no, it's men, not. No, it is. That's completely different. Because to everybody knows the golden rule with women. When a woman invites you into her home, that's a different type of comfort. Mm. That's a different type of acceptance that she has for you and your company. That's a golden rule for you. It's I, I know plenty. I know plenty of women right now who, if they invite you to their house, it means nothing. I don't know plenty like that at all. At all. So that's your experience. Right. So, But but then there would have to be a conversation. Because if you're telling me you're in a relationship, then it, it's, up to, it's on me now. She said this. She's doing this. It's up to me to get clarity. If I don't get clarity, there's no, it's nobody's fault but my own. I, that's my job. My job is to figure out, hey, you're doing this, that, and the third, and I ain't going to lie. Mm-hmm. You come over here, you talking about the movie, and you cooking. <laughs> so what's up? Like, is this really going to just be the physical? Because if so, I can't handle nothing else. Then I don't need you cooking. And invite, I don't need none of that. Just to ask, and I'm out. Hmm. But that's up. But people have to be more mature in situations and ask questions instead of just living in the moment, and enjoying it. Ask. Mm-hmm. All right. So how do you open that conversation? I agree that you should ask, but just like you being a decent man and feel like you should take care of the bills, open the door, she just might be that woman that okay, like I just want to cook a meal. Or she could, it could be her favorite hobby of cooking and you're good company. Right, that's why I said, and that's, it, if he read that differently than what she's saying, his, his responsibility is to ask her. And see, another thing, another one of my opinion is when it comes to breaking up with somebody and mm-hmm. really calling it quits, they don't take it serious. Right. And they don't take it serious, especially when you incorporate sex, because it's like, Oh, this just one of our, you know, breakups to, to make up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that depends on the rules. I like the plug, you guys. I like the plug. I think it depends on the rules that were presented in the beginning. Like, if it's somebody that you lead by what I say is what I stand by, then there will never be confusion with that person. True. But if you're wishy-washy, well, then you're opening the door for them to, to be like, I ain't really what you mean. Or if you're someone that you attach emotion to sex. Oh, well, if you keep having sex with me, I know it's because of emotions. So I know something's still there. That's just based on what you said in the beginning. But everybody knows me, you know, if I say I'm not doing something, I'm not doing it. I could care less about anything else, who feels any kind of way about it, how I feel is how I feel, right, wrong, indifferent. But I said that early on with knowing you. So later on, you can't ever be like, I mean, he did say that, but I thought you thought that on your own because I told you in the beginning what I was. So that's on them. Like you can't, you can't leave. Everything can't be left for interpretation. And I think sometimes when the lines are clear, though, they still get blurred. They get blurred. I think it's because people people just, yeah, people are flawed, but people go, they do too much. If you don't want her to think that she's your girlfriend, don't treat her as such. Don't do things. And I say that like, if you want. If you all you want is what you want from her, then you need to let her know, hey, this is your line. This is as far as it's going to go. And we're not going to exceed past this line. As soon as you start doing things that she quote unquote would expect from a boyfriend, 
that's when the lines get blurred. And I, and a, a lot of people find themselves in terrible situations because they didn't make it clear and they went past that line. And really people have their own, they have their own, everybody has their own limit, right? Yep. What you want to put up with Z might be totally different from what I, Veronica, put up with. And Tierra and you as well, Kevin. But Tierra might get wined and dined every night. It might not bother her. He might screw her. He might leave. She's okay with that. Me, on the other hand, as soon as he decides to spend time with me outside of it being just about sex, that leads me to look at him in a different light. Okay, it's different from when we just banging. That I got that high of that orgasm, that's it. I don't have to think about you outside of that. But when I start getting to know you outside of just it being a sexual element, now I'm like, oh, okay, I feel like I know you. That leads me to think about you in a manner of uh, outside of sex. Now I can know you outside of sex. Uh, now I got feelings for you. Now I'm standing outside of your house. I'm about to key your car. Based off of not how I feel about you sexually, but based on how I know you outside of sex. And that's where I think that people end up having the issues behind rejection. The issue is based on how they, how they feel about you outside of the intimacy, outside of the sex, should I say, not, not outside of the intimacy because it's just a different type of intimacy. What were you going to say, Z? I had a, a question. I wanted to pose a question. So let's say you're in that type of relationship and cause Veronica knows me. I am, I'm you, I'm clear. When it seems like lines are getting blurred, I'm going to say something. Excuse me. I'm very direct because we were just supposed to be sleeping together. I'm not supposed to meet your friends, your family. What are you doing? Like, I need to know where this is going because I need you to know that this is what I expected. And if you wanted more, I wasn't really expecting to give you that. What happens when you've been clear, uh -huh. but... The person is still, because you like them, mm -hmm. they're still going beyond the call of duty. Right. Like, the agreement was that it was just a sleep together thing. We cool, I like you, attractive, boom, we sleeping together. All of a sudden, I'm meeting people. I'm clearly telling you, no, no, no. We're not supposed to meet each other's friends. <laughs> We're not supposed to meet each other's family. Right. You said that you wanted this. Now, I'm not a mean person. It it doesn't matter to me. Just because I meet them doesn't mean that we're anything. I'm just meeting them for you. But we are still not anything. What happens? What happens when that person starts getting feelings? What what do you do then? Because you're crossing the line. It's not something that that the other person is doing. The other person is telling you, hey, I don't want to do that. Hey, you said this, this, and this. But you're so excited that you're like, nah, call me such and such. You're not being clear. So what do you do in that instance? Me? Yeah, either one of you. Um, if it's a situation where you're moving faster than said agreement in the beginning, hmm. you either slow down or you dead it. Mm -hmm. Ain't no, there's no other options. 
And I agree with that. Just for incidents. Like, and it wasn't like me and a dude sleeping together. We were just conversating. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, the conversation was cool. Like, he's cool. Yeah. But it got to the point, it was like, oh. Like, I hate for somebody to give me a petty, like a pet name. Like that, Bay or Bay. I and, know. And this is what bothered me. He video <laughs> chatted me one day. He was like, oh, yeah. Bay, I'm at my camera. He turned the camera around. I was like, oh, no, he did not do that to me. <laughs> so, you know, don't call me Bay. And so he goes, okay, but I called you that before. Yeah, and I didn't like it. So I'm telling you, I like it. <laughs> Oh, you didn't think it was gonna be a habit. You should have corrected him the first time he said it. You know, but it's not it was the first time. Okay, so the second time I'm like I'm gonna say something, so I'm like, well, I don't like it. You uh-huh. know what I'm saying? And so then he was like, Oh, I showed my mommy your picture. Oh no, why are you showing this to my mom? I'm not gonna do this. And so in my mind I says, the next time he addresses me that way, I'm not gonna respond. I just told you I didn't like it. So I haven't responded back since. <laughs> cold blooded. Cold, cold blooded. <laughs> I just told you I didn't like the word. I can literally show you the messages. It's three messages. He uses the same word in there. No, I, 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 I fuck with that kind of energy. I ain't going to lie. So I'm all for it. So I'm, I'm, all, I'm all for it. Yeah, I, I'm I'm just just okay. This it. is the funny thing. Okay. And it might be me. You're missing the question. The question is not how you handle it when you guys are feeling the way you're feeling now. You don't want to be bothered. What happens when you're going through that motions, but your emotions change and you actually like this person? Mm. So it's not that, forget the bae thing. Everything else he's doing good. And the first time you ask him to stop calling it you bae, he stopped. Mm. All right, you good there. You still understood that the relationship is this, but now your feelings are changing. Okay. They're still doing what they're doing. They haven't necessarily said anything about the relationship changing but your feelings are changing because they're treating you like you are in a couple what happens then and how do you handle that mm, say something <laughs> no something's been said you've already addressed it no no i say something like hey for me this is getting different this is what we agree on i understand that I'm letting you know why I stand right now. If things are different for you, yes or no. If they are different for you, then maybe we have a conversation about what or how we should go about it. But if things aren't different for you, and I have to be honest with myself and what I can and can't handle, I either have to slow down or part ways. Okay. Like there's, there's no other alternative at all. And I said all that to bring us back to topic. Because we kind of got off topic. Because that is how the stalker crazy happens. Mm-hmm. When you get to the point where you're not being yourself. Mm-hmm. I've said it on several podcasts. And it <laughs> irritates me we just when, people to say, too. Mm-hmm. when people say that, oh, that person was crazy. No. Or women are crazy. I hate when they say that. Women are mm. crazy. They always, women are crazy. People are crazy. And let me say why. Everybody has that person that they dated and you look up and you like, I never thought I'd be doing something this stupid. 
Plenty of people have that. And mm-hmm. it's just something that's not like you. It don't have to be totally drastic. It could be something as simple as calling somebody three times in a row. You got somebody where it's like, especially me, I don't even use a phone. So if I call you, I like you. Right. For real. You can ask us. I don't text. I don't. I barely do Instagram. I don't do any of that stuff. So if I actually pick up my phone to have a conversation with you and you're not my mama, I, I mess with you. You know? So... Me calling you three times, me texting you more than once, is me doing something out of the way. Mm-hmm. Now, when what we were talking about in the beginning is like, hey, when a breakup goes bad, this is when a breakup go bad. And how do you get that conversation going? Especially being a man, you know? Because we would define you as crazy. Even though your feelings have changed, you're thinking, oh, we should just have this conversation. Sometimes it's not that easy to have that conversation. And if it's that easy for you to have that conversation, you need to teach. I, yeah, I'm, well, I thrive in conflict. So for me, I, I, I'm fine with that. Like, I, I'm com- I got comfortable spot. So you're comfortable with confrontation. Yeah, and not mean. 80% of people are not comfortable with confrontation. I, I won't say 80%. I'll say maybe something like 60. I promise 60% you. because. I think, I think it's the situation. And I say 20% of people are lying. This is the reason why I say it based on numbers. And I mean, I ran this, I ran this um, poll this week. Right. And I mean, I ran two polls because I wanted to, you know, let you guys know that the podcast was coming and I posed this question. Say you're in a relationship. Let's say you're happy. You know, you leave for work, you kiss your boo. Clearly y'all living together. Everything is straight. Yeah, you've had your ups and your downs, but you know that you love your boo. You get home and you look at your boo. Your boo said that she, she don't want to be with you. She or he doesn't want to be with you, male or female, anymore. Okay. Two answers. How would you react to that? Would you, one, respect their wishes because it's over and you know it's over because you know why it's over? Or... It's over when I say it's over. Well, I say it's, it's over. <laughs> so, when you've been in something, everything in your past dictate or went one way, you try to do it, get in a new relationship. However, when you get in that new relationship and it's not what you want, mm. and you have made a commitment to yourself that if it does not make you happy, you're not going to do it. Right. Okay. I'm not happy. Mm-hmm. Let's just go our separate ways. Let's, you know, maybe we can fix the problem separately and we work it out, retry again. Who knows? Guess what I was told? What? No. Okay. So, no. Oh, okay. No? No? We're not so doing this? Like, so, just like, no. no like, okay. Nah. So, then. So, it was and, a hard no? It was it's like, no. no. Oh. So, it was a kind of no that you... <laughs> it was just I, definitive. Like, like, oh, okay. Oh, so, no. No. So, no, like, you know how you kind of laugh and, like, maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I just didn't say that. You know, like, maybe I'm dreaming. Maybe it's a dream. Let me wake up because I voiced my opinion and it was no. I made the mistake of, okay, make up to break up. You know, hey, we mentioned that, right? We go back through this whole little routine Nothing changed, hmm. which I didn't expect it. But how long did you stay in the new relationship <laughs> with the, the with the same crazy with the same ex? <laughs> the 
that same nigga that let you voice all that shit and then told you no is the same nigga you decided, ah, oh, second chance makes it, sense. You know, Basically, it, it wasn't even like a second chance. Bro, you pressed like, the reset button. Like, like I, but it's the same. It was just like. It was different. Okay. It was different. Like, you in a whole household. It's not like you two different places. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, it wasn't like a clean breakup. Gotcha. But then at this point. I'm acting different because mm-hmm. it's just not what I want anymore. Mm-hmm. Which is what most people do. So you were in breakup mode and he was like, nah, we're in this relationship full right. on. This is where so I'm at, happy. It's, it's hard to, okay, we're going to go do this and we're going to go celebrate this holiday and we're going to go do all this stuff. But you're not emotionally attached to the person. Right. And so... That starts to become a little evident to him. Okay. And he, at this point, he was already insecure, but he got even more threatened. Like, he started, okay, this might really be true. So then it became control mode. Okay, like, people want to put hands. Oh, okay, like, this is a whole different new type of, okay, what is this? All right. So we got to this whole little thing. He wanted this, okay. So basically, so at this point, he started becoming abusive. Yeah, so basically, like you're not leaving. Okay. The moment you leave me, your room is gonna look like Best Buy with lounges. Never forget it. Okay, so he every time I see Best Buy, I think of the, I think of that line. So let me ask you: So did his behavior? Was he already controlling? In the beginning, and there were things that you saw that led you to believe that, okay, that this is how he really is. So, I'm not going to say controlling. Mm-hmm. He was I aggressive. Was, I would say insecure. Okay. In the beginning, it would be like, he wouldn't really say anything, but he'd, be, he'd allude to it. Like, I see your phone go off a lot. My phone is on silent. Like, how do you even know my phone is going off? <laughs> airplane mode. Like, why do you play? Uh-huh. What's your phone in airplane mode? Uh-huh. I don't know. Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 I ain't gonna lie. This nigga sounds weird. He was so adamant not, about not breaking up. Okay. So he started to throw my past in my face. Mm-hmm. Like, well, maybe you just want to, maybe you want your, your family back. Maybe mm-hmm. it's something, that's, that's what you want. Mm-hmm. And so. He wanted to use your past against you to make you right, feel guilty right. to stay so with he, him. So he goes to the point of like, you know, I'm going to cause you physical harm mm. to make sure you don't move on. Wow. Damn. Okay. So how long did the abuse last I, before you found yourself in court? Um, okay. So we had one incident. Mm-hmm. And I just didn't do it anymore. So mm-hmm. anyway, the police ends up coming. But it was one incident. But how long did that last as far as like, you it's... know, but did another year pass from the time no, that you said no, you no, wanted no, to break no, up? No, it's like months. Okay, like, months. It's, it's months. Okay. And so the police come. And at this point, I'm like, I want them out. Mm-hmm. This is it. I happen to get the two worst police officers on the radically <laughs> south side <laughs> no literally okay. he finesses you with words as well like, mm-hmm. he's, a, he's a good finesse mm-hmm. and so he had this whole story laid up like no mm-hmm. she's just cheating on me so this is that wow and it wasn't even that and so we got to the point 
where it was just like, oh no, but he stays here too. So no. Legally, you couldn't put him out. You can't. You can't go nowhere. But yeah. we're domestic, so at this point, you can. And no. so my quote on Instagram was just that you learn more about someone at the end of a relationship than at the beginning. So when he started lying and he conjured up that whole story, what were you thinking? You have to understand, this is a person that would cut off all communication to the outside world from, world from me Okay. in an argument. Mm. Like, he's going to take your phone, he's going to snatch your phone, snatch your SIM card out, he's taking batteries out of I the last day before I was like somebody's gonna die today. The alarm system got snatched off the wall. Wow. The modem snatched off the wall. I mean, like it was just like you will not contact. No, it was no outside communication. My phone was smashed to pieces. I couldn't put my phone back together if I wanted to. Wow, T. So it just went to this thing, and we had this conversation even after the first time. Even though I'm ready to leave, I went and filed an eviction notice. Okay. Okay, so he gets served with the papers at mm-hmm. the house. But you know what he tells me? Oh, you won't be going to work there. Wow. And okay. what did you think when he said that to you? Oh, okay. I said, okay. So I found myself in a situation where I was like, oh. Were you ever scared? I mean, because you got some weight on you, so you might have not been scared. Me, I would have been scared. Or were you just so, <laughs> were you just so, so regular? The situation I mean, because you, you got really some hips. It. It's like, no, you can, trying to. No, no, I mean, no, so when was, you punch, it was fear. you might thrust your weight with your hip. No, like, it was it was still fear there. Okay. Because, girl, you like, I okay. She's she right. I mean, you was, you said okay, but you was like, popping knuckles, knuckles you know what I'm saying? Like, like, let me so put my like, Vaseline on. But no, because a man is physically stronger than a woman. I don't care. Correct. I don't, it, doesn't, it doesn't even right. matter. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's kinda, we call it spade a spade. <laughs> <laughs> so, but people, people have that perception. Yeah. Uh-huh. It was to the point that I got, okay, I was like, oh, you know, I'm not going to go to court, but I have a meeting at work. So I have to go to work that day. I didn't have a meeting, but I said I was going to I was gonna have to go. Right. So he was like, oh, okay. You know, everything the week before was great. That's how it always is when you're in an abusive relationship. So I got the chance to go to work. But I also got the chance to go to court and get okay. my eviction. Come on. Mm. So, of course, you get you know, 30 days. You got to be evacuated from the premises. Mm-hmm. And the last day where we had the most horrible day of my life, I call it. Mm-hmm. I looked at him and said, you know what? Mm-hmm. I don't have to do this anymore. Mm-hmm. Your 30 days are up. Mm-hmm. And you can get removed from my house. You can go. Mm-hmm. Call the police. They come to get you. They're going to escort you. Take your stuff. You gone. Yeah. There's nothing you need to do. Right. A true queen. Come on. No. He's like, I'm not going nowhere. And he acted a plump fool. I had to literally run to my neighbor's house wow, to geez. use their cell phone. And you know the part that's heartbreaking to me is that you have a daughter. So where was she during this? You know what? She slept the entire time. Okay. Luckily, like mm-hmm. she slept right. the entire time. Mm-hmm. It was the after effects mm-hmm. that bothered her the most. Mm-hmm. No lie, somebody would knock on the door and she would go run and hide in the closet because Aww. he banged on the door two and three o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. repeatedly. Post traumatic, yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's the part that affected her. Mm-hmm. You know, to to walk outside, we had a restaurant. Mm-hmm. To walk outside to four flat tires. Jesus. Like, who takes the time? And so then we really thought it was flat. Mm-hmm. No. 
You took the time with four violent police officers, remind you, and a warrant for your arrest to deflate my tires. Wow. He he literally deflated. He didn't even poke. Wow. He deflated all four. He took the time to deflate all four and to pee on the handle. He's ambitious. He what? He's very ambitious. To pee on the handle yeah. of the car door. Yes. And then just to egg a house. Like he, he's doing Going back to Men are crazy. Men can be crazy because men can be crazy. That is ladies. crazy. That is too much. I, I, I never said that's why I said it's it's about emotion, but it's but also about you know identifying <laughs> how you feel, and that's why it's so important to talk to your children about how they feel when they're young, so that they know healthy ways of expressing themselves. This is a thing because nobody ever owes you loyalty that deals with any man that you. However, soon as something happens, people always have a story to tell you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So then you learn, oh, well. That's is, why. This is a this is a pattern. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, well, you, you, you didn't know about this person? Right. It came to a point where it was like, oh, well, he had, a, he had someone to tell me, well, at least he didn't do you like he did this person. The issue that I have with those so people came, who are telling you it came later. That Y'all been together all that time, and somebody finally told you. Oh, somebody so finally had, warned you. Yeah, and the nobody just tried to warn you before. The no, so they go, "Oh, we wanted to tell you to run, but everything was going so good. No, we thought he had just like tapped the week. No, unless he no, actually fair. went and saw a psychiatrist. That's fair. No, that's fair. That's fair. No, that's okay. fair. But you see, this so? is what we that's need. Fair. That's, no, that's it's fair. a man thing. So it's that's unrealistic. fair. It's unrealistic to be like, okay, if you're this way, you're always gonna be this way. Like I believe in second chances. I believe in rehabilitation. I do believe that too, but I also do believe that it takes help, and sometimes, some sometimes it does. Yeah, sometimes sometimes a life, ex- then, sometimes a life experience. Yes. Right, sometimes there are people. How would they know? Very true. I get what you're saying. Like sometimes you, I thought it was good, so I had no reason to tell you that this thing was abusive before, because with you, it didn't look like that. Sometimes it takes a person. Sometimes it takes a situation. Sometimes it takes a life or death experience. I get that. But when we're talking about this, we're talking about abuse. That stuff to me is deep rooted. That's something that happened to you when you were a child. We need to talk about how you got to this place where you felt like controlling somebody else and making someone do something that they don't want to do is okay. You don't think rejection is deep rooted. You don't think that I think it people not be. handling rejection. I think it can be, but I don't think it automatically is. I think sometimes something is just new to you, so you respond to it in a particular way. Like it's not always about like something that happened when you were a kid or childhood or even like preteen. Sometimes you just maybe in a situation and you just don't know how to handle it, so you act out and you do stupid shit. Not, of course, never no excuses because all mm-hmm. that shit corny. And when this, we wrap this podcast up, I mean, you're going to have a conversation <laughs> about dude. Yeah. But yeah, so I just think like it sometimes, yes, it is deep rooted. Sometimes it is based on upbringing, different things like that. Or sometimes it's a situation that a, a nigga just acts up. A nigga do some stupid shit. Period. And when there's no no repercussion early on, mm-hmm. it continues to, it develops into a pattern. Hmm. It could. I mean, I believe it could happen well, like that. It, it's two ways, but in this, in in my particular case, I just think it was that person to talk to him. He would say, "But you got a real slick mouth." 
And I have never had a woman to voice her opinion and be as strong-willed as you were. That's because everybody else was afraid of him. So he goes, well, the stuff you say to me be crazy. Like, and you wouldn't even think twice to say it at a time when we are alone. Whatever way you was feeling, you would just voice your opinion. Okay, so let me ask you, were you disrespectful to him out in public? Okay, I'm going to be totally honest. Has there been a time? Mm -hmm. Yes, but and it was towards the end, but it's the thing about it. It was towards the end when you guys had, quote-unquote, broken up. So, long story short, um, we ended up in court. Mm -hmm. Um, He's so controlling that uh, he never showed up to the court date. Wow. So, how much time did he end up getting to skip over the whole court situation? It was like eight months. Okay, so he got eight months, and he just oh, recently got out, correct? Yeah, he's out. Yes, because he hit her. See, he went to prison, or he went to Wake County Jail, and they never moved him, okay? And so, um, at this point, so by the time, so during the time frame that he was in, um, incarcerated, you prepared yourself for the fact that he was going to be getting out. Of course. So you, you removed you, you, all you contact. Never, you never give somebody... It's, it's okay for somebody to give you a threat and anger. Mm-hmm. But for somebody to repeatedly give you a threat and anger, mm-hmm. you no longer take it mm-hmm. as just that. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's me. I'm going to protect myself. Right. Um, and you're going to protect yeah, your daughter. Your child, you know? Yeah, so I'm, I took all the necessary steps. Um, you got a gun permit? Of course I did. Mm-hmm. From hey, my marksmanship, pow, pow. one shot come on in the bullseye so how <laughs> <laughs> about oh, no. and this is the crazy part about it i'm from the country but um i have never shot a gun okay so, during this time was my first time shooting a gun were you nervous was not okay. i pictured his head on the, on the mm-hmm. what made you decide that you want to get a gun permit i never knew the possibility but i was never going to be unprepared mm-hmm Better safe than in a bad situation. When if I know all the rules to protect me and mine, then there's nothing I can't do to go to the limits. Mm-hmm. It's one thing for me just to be like, okay, I brought a gun, I got a gun permit, right? But for me to be able to legally carry, there's nowhere that I can't go. If my life is in immediate danger, that I can't lay you where you at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did he contact you while you while he was away in in jail? Of course. So I got he the, did not want you to put money in his account. No, it wasn't for money. That's funny though. No, no. Hey, I, know, I so need you to put some money on my books. I didn't even know. I went to a for the domestic violence. We had a protective order. Mm-hmm. I went to court for the protective order. No lie, the judge looked at me and said, "Oh, you have to go to court." I never knew I had to go to court. Go across the street and go to court. I get in court. They've been listening to the to the phone calls that he's made to me. Mm. So at this point, the deal is like, you know, I'm, I'm a little afraid for you. Right. Yeah. She says, because I listen to the things. So she's like, can I take his phone privileges? Blase, blase. So she took the phone privileges away from me. Only because she was like, "Oops, you're not going home today." <laughs> because he literally told me on the phone, "I'm getting out tomorrow, and you're gonna be the first person that comes through." Mm. So well, you're not, call- buddy. Hold on. So he was calling from Wake County. Wake County. Oh, you're an idiot. Didn't he know those calls was recorded? 
So did he graduate high school? No. Okay, oh. that makes a lot of sense. Hey yo, no it don't. Not, hey yo. <laughs> <laughs> hey yo. Yo, I'm not gonna let y'all do this. <laughs> no, that's bullshit. Oh, we sound like that. That's not the reason. That shit bullshit. But, but you gotta understand. <laughs> Yeah, like, hell nah. no. Nah, what we not going to do. He even <laughs> contacted me since he has been home. How many times has he contacted you since he's been home? Probably eight. So rejection is a clear issue for him. You know what I'm saying? He knows that you have the It's been eight. Order, it's right? really been over a year. Yeah, so like, it's not even over a year. It hasn't been quite a year yet. Okay. But, um, no. He does. So he goes, that's why he thinks. You have to call in private. So Vera called me there. Like, <laughs> you guys, she calls me Vera too. Oh, <laughs> no, like, you know you're part of the family. Okay. Yeah, you are, girl. So That's I was so like, you know what? I don't know. <laughs> he thinks calling me private is not contact because I can't prove it. Okay. That's so funny. Okay. It's so stupid. <laughs> okay. But I could play. This is the funny part about you. I never knew my phone automatically reported. Did he get his GED? He got his GED, right? Let him go. <laughs> let it go. Just let it die. But you know, and my phone automatically records the conversation. Okay. So I literally laughed at him because he thinks calling me private, there's no record. And every phone call is recorded. Every Come day. on, you know that, that Trump just said that's all taxes. Everything, is everything recorded. is being recorded at this point. You can fart on the phone and that's getting recorded. He better get his life together. So at this point, he's willing to risk his freedom, exactly, just to communicate but with see, you. You don't think it's his freedom? He's like, Let me you tell you something. Let me tell you something. You're calling me, dumb dumb. I can't prove all of it. Yeah, right. I, I was telling Russ that if I play the conversation, it's gonna be so funny, but I'm not gonna do that. Today I went to the barbershop and. My barber actually shared his experience with rejection. Um, he broke up with his girlfriend, and pretty much he told her that he did not want to be with be with her anymore. He was very clear about it. But the funny part was, it's not so funny, but it's just it's funny now. Sliced all of his tires, four, all four. She pretty much felt like they were still together, even though he told her that he did not want to be with her anymore. She would do obscene things like she knew that he was dating someone else. She found the girl's number. She would call her, and when the girl would pick up, hello, she would laugh. (laughs) Is that not creepy? That's creepy, right? Yeah, she's in my way. She's a little weird, though. Weird. Then, I mean, even. She's weird. Even in my own personal experience, my last ex, um, before the other ex, had a hard issue with rejection. We had been together for two years. I explained to him that we weren't going to be together anymore. And his whole thing was, you know, it wasn't going to end until he was done with it. It couldn't be over until he said it was over. And he always, he was the person who had to have the last word. Oh, he got pride issues. That's why. Hmm. I wonder what if that's what it was. It's pride. Yeah. He was abusive as well. He was very abusive as well, which is why I wanted to end the relationship. But 
I went through these freaking crazy situations. Like, my car was white. I had a Chevrolet Cavalier. All white. And then you go outside one day on your way to work, and you got B-I-T-C-H written on your car in permanent marker. Who finds these markers? And why? Why do you have the time? Who finds the markers? Because his whole thing was, his whole thing was, how dare you end this relationship with me? Because he felt like he was in love with me. And I, I did too. I didn't want to go through the same relationships that my mom had gone through. I didn't want to be in a re- abusive relationship. It's it's just too much. You don't know how to, it's too unsteady. Like, you know, when you're in a good relationship, you come home, you know what to expect. I don't know. Is this, it's Tuesday. Are you going to black my eye today? Like, I don't want to go through that. And so I said, I'm done with the relationship. I'm out having a good time, being single, come home from the club. It's two o'clock in the morning. Why are you standing on the other side of the garbage can? Looking at me and trying to see what I'm doing. Or going to the same club that I'm at. Or popping up in different locations. Or rolling up on me in public places. It's becoming, It's you're doing way too much. Like, mm-hmm. I went through that, but not, he was more verbal mm-hmm. and just subtle. Because we, we dated for five years. And two years into it, I wanted to break up with him. He was more of a, he was a talker. Mm-hmm. Like, he would, you, you kind of play on somebody's emotions. So it's like you don't you don't know what you want. Mm-hmm. You've been through stuff. I'm this. I'll do this for you. But she remember it was it was just a mess with him. He, he was, was more uh, controlling though. Yeah, he was mm-hmm. just more controlling. It was like if he texts me, he he wanted an immediate text back. So right. if you text me right now, like the fact that my it's part it's part of probably part of the reason why I am so I just really stay away from the phone. It just that whole situation used to irritate me. Like he when I mean immediate, he didn't care what I was doing. If I text you, you want it now. He had to move back here because I kept telling him, you not, not from, from New York, here, yo. Yeah. You from here. Oh, that's different. By though. way of New York. It's totally different. Not different. different. You know? I agree. That's different. But he, and that's the thing, he didn't really know the mentality. He thought he was. You know, just because you wear Tim's and you tell people you from up top, <laughs> don't mean you from up top. He didn't so even have a New York, like, at all. Attitude, persona. His swag, well, nothing about him said New York. That must be something with with the visions then, because mine was born in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just like. And so no, I'm, I'm not was, gonna. Yeah, I'm not. Not all you had was a social security number that states that it was from New York. Well, New I'm Jersey, not gonna Oregon. do that. I'm not gonna this, say that uh, majority of people <laughs> that are from. But, but and it was but texting the office. I don't want you to do that though, because technically you're not. Yeah, right. I don't want to do that. Yeah, I don't want to say that all people from background. up north. You know what I'm saying? Like his his dad, his dad never actually put his hands on his mom, but he was always really verbally aggressive. It's like, yo, what you're not going to do is control my life. It doesn't. He he was one of those people. If he's hanging out with his boys, I'm going. Like you can go, and I'm the only girl there. Why am I the only girl here? You're you're more than welcome to go by yourself. I'll stay here, and God forbid, like if we would want to go out. We had the night shift. We worked from, right. what was it, 1 to 10? Right. Right. So they were like, hey, Z, you want to go get a drink after work? And I would get home around 11 right. or 12. So I've only been out for two hours. Why are you home so late? I get off at, at 10. Off at 10 and I would have to explain, like, I'm, I'm only going for two hours. Are you okay? 
it's just two hours. Like, I'll be home, and I'm going to bring something to eat. It's only two hours. I'm, I'm right up the street, you Kevin, know? Kevin picking, but for real, you know, out of all of her friends, she like, he liked me. He did. He loved I was the only one that he respected. Oh, yeah, I'm so surprised. Oh, <laughs> he, liked, he liked the bubbly the one. The bubbly one. And he liked Veronica, though, because Veronica, I Veronica was in a relationship, and she did. She was, she was not rude to him. She wasn't, but Veronica was in a relationship, so he didn't see her as a threat right. to me. He felt like because of her being in a relationship that she would encourage me to basically follow him and be in said relationship. No, but what little did he know is that I would encourage her and him both to be happy in a relationship. I'm not about, oh, you just need to re- have a relationship just for the status of it. Both counterparts need to be in the relationship and need to be happy about that. I will say, in his defense, he did love me enough towards the end when he decided, but it was too late. Like, I was already done. He wanted to get counseling then, but I was already done. Right. Like, I'm completely done. We've been together for five years, and I've been asking you for all of this stuff, and it was always a no. But now that I'm completely done, now you want to get counseling. Like, we're good, you know? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, cause you're just done at this point. Because we already did. We're in the makeup to breakup period. Like, right. this was this was supposed to be over two years ago. But I was so broken at the time. It was like, you know what? No, maybe he's right. Maybe I don't know what I'm talking about. And what I can know? say about Z is from having an outside perspective is that she did, um, she did create healthy boundaries with him, like, you know, they did have a place together. So, you know, naturally when you live with somebody and you're separating from them, you have to separate things. Rent, you know, you have to sever ties. And she did do it in a respectful way. Um, sometimes when you in relationships, regardless of whoever it is, man or female, they're going to be petty about whatever it is because really they feel some type of way about the relationship ending. And so naturally people deal with their feelings differently. And so he was more emotional she was quote unquote if you wanna if you wanna put a label on it, she was the quote unquote man out of it because I love keep everything. Z was always vocal about the fact that she knew why she was in that relationship and she knew what she wanted out of the relationship. She got what she wanted out of the out of that relationship. And when he produced what he was there for, she realized that she wasn't happy in that relationship. And so when she communicated that she was disrespectful and verbal about it. He he tried to change. He tried to change. It was and so it late. wasn't because it was bad. You remember when I first, like that first year I met you and he bought you like a bouquet of flowers and I was like, oh my God, your man must be like everything. We got to see him watching all bouquet of flowers. part of the reason I don't like gifts. Mm-hmm. I don't like gifts because a lot of times women, for me, I can't say compensation. It's only for me. When a guy's buying you a gift, it's because they did something stupid and you're trying to apologize. It's mm-hmm. not... It's not a, it, I don't feel like it's genuine. Like, mm-hmm. if you sending me something or you're giving me something, you messed up. Just tell me what you did. We could have used that money on something else. Because see, and let me explain. Her love language is different. Her love language is not about what you buy her. What Act you of do kindness. For us, we do like, if you donated to the polar bears in yes. Alaska, she would be like, oh my God, he loved me because he named one of the polar bears after me. <laughs> So petty, but that would be so beautiful. If you was like, "Oh my God, I'm going to donate to the Endangered Bees Foundation," she'd be like, 
Oh my it's God, so girl, he really loved me though. He really loved but me. But it's because you know me. But it be taking, it be taking an olive bar. She was like, "Girl, he hate me." No. <laughs> First of all, she just be a baddie. Secondly, secondly, I'm just, I'm, I'm. The best way to describe me is kiss. Keep it simple. Like you don't have to go over the top. You got some people who just over the top. You don't have to. I don't need like millions and millions of dollars spent on me because that doesn't tell me that you love me. It really don't. It's telling me that you just know how to throw money at me. Some but people you're not really trying to get to know me. Yeah, and and you need to know each person's love language because you know some per- some but, people can look thing, at it if as you're that type of person. You being pacified. I'll treat you like that. Like right. I dated a guy that was all about gifts, so mm-hmm. that's what I got him. Gifts. He was all about gifts, but I knew him. Like that's how he knew that I loved him. Me Did telling he? him didn't mean anything. Me getting him some tens. If I got him some Tims and, and shirts and stuff like that, that's how he, but it took me time. Yeah. I learned the person. So it's like, take the time to learn me. Cause I'll take the time to, to learn you. Like I'll take that time to get to know you when you don't want to be bothered. Look, such and such is on. This is on. This is on. He don't want me to talk to him. I'll wait till that's done. You so, know? so now that we've shared our experiences in it, um, and we, we talked about like, you know, blur lines, with relationships, especially when you're breaking up with people and still having communication, still having sex with them, what do you feel like are healthy ways for people to really sever ties with people that are showing those characteristics of somebody who is not going to handle the breakup well anyways? How do you really communicate that effectively and get out of it safe? I wish I could provide the answer to somebody. You just never know how somebody is emotionally and until you're faced with that right yeah. and their mental status when you tell them it's a case by case right basis. so mm-hmm. at this point I, i'm just gonna advise a public places people <laughs> public places not only that i'm a true believer if you are a woman no matter what color race background mm-hmm. anything if you have no criminal background and you are free <laughs> go get your permit to be able to carry a gun I am a friend believer in that. Or get what I got. I actually keep mace on my key Mace. I have done. mace. Um, and I took I took a self defense class a while back. You can actually use your keys as um you put them right in between your fingers mm-hmm. and just punch him in the eye, right? But in his eye, so you stab his eyeball, like. Wait a minute. Let's go back to safe ways of breaking up before we talk about self defense. Oh. You know, oh, yeah. and, but, and mm-hmm. then you know, there's not, there's not. <laughs> I want everyone to keep their eyes. <laughs> there's not really a safe way if you don't know the mental state of a person. Correct. I mean, I, I do advise you that if you are in a domestic, let somebody know. Yes. Immediately. Immediately. Do not keep that to yourself. Yeah. You know, because that's how they win when you keeping it a secret. Because you're not telling anybody, so we don't know. Like right. your family doesn't know. They they can't. They can't help you if they don't know you're going through it. Right. Don't be embarrassed because it's not your fault. It's not anything that you're doing. And the person, mm-hmm. be it mental or physical, they'll have you thinking that it's something you're doing. Correct. And it's really not. It's just, like you were saying, it's just their insecurity. It's just them being afraid of losing you. So it's just best to tell some, one person in your life needs to know what is fully going on with you at all times. And then... Oh, and I was going to say, um, when it comes to um, people putting hands on each other, um, man or woman, woman mm-hmm. or man, regardless, right. however it goes or whatever, mm-hmm. um, just 
honestly, just be everybody just needs to be mindful. Um, keep their hands to themselves. Right. For the most part, because nobody was created to be a punching bag. Correct. Um, I, I've lived by that. I'll die by it. I don't care who it is. I won't allow nobody to put their hands on me. I just I will protect myself any way I feel like I need to, regardless of sex. I don't care about none of that shit. Mm-hmm. Have it go down. Have it go down. But if you are in a situation where you are being abused in any kind of way, for even if it's verbal, mm-hmm. um, you need to speak to somebody about it because when people don't know, they can't help you. You can't do it on your own because if you could, you wouldn't be in the situation. True. So you can't look at things like, oh, it's fine. He's only doing this because of this. Or you can't allow someone to guilt you into thinking that you're less than anything valuable and you deserve to be hit on or talk to a certain kind of way. Mm-hmm. That's just weakness in a particular person. Uh, people like that are weak in themselves and they have their own self issues. So they lash out against people and they treat them any kind of way that they want to because they feel like they can. They're trying to make someone seem like they're lower than how they actually feel about themselves. So just speak to people, let somebody know, um, and know yourself. You have to genuinely, I believe, know yourself to a degree to know what you can and can't deal with. And you have to know, if you have an issue with something day one, you're probably going to have that same issue at day 10. Very true. So if something really is a problem for you, you need to acknowledge it early on instead of letting it fester and letting it develop into certain shit. Like, I've, I've always read... Um, stories or quotes about when the perfect time is to date someone like the perfect time to like really be serious to someone is like after you've seen them broke after you've seen mm. them angry um after you've seen them embarrassed like you have to see people at their worst sometimes um before you can make the decision to actually go further or follow with them within certain things so just be mindful and just pay attention to the signs and know yourself well enough to know what you can and can't do it correct mm-hmm. very 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 true and if you're in the if you're in a regular relationship and you just want to break up, there's be honest. That's that's the first thing. Always be honest, be direct, make sure that make sure you're clear and they're clear on when the breakup haven't happened. That's one. Make sure that's clear. And from the advice I had got from Veronica for myself, sometimes you have to sever all ties. You really do. You may have to block the person. You might have to get them off your social media. Sometimes just just letting it go completely, you may not be able to maintain friendships with them. If right. you feel like this person is, a, what's the word, a hanger-on or mm-hmm. somebody who just yeah. can't let go, Leech. you're going to have to assist them. In that <laughs> process. You're yeah. going to have to assist them in that process. Yeah. So don't feel bad because I'm one of those people. You do not feel bad. You just make sure that that they have no way to contact you because the point of the breakup is to break, break up. up. Right. That it is. It is not personal. It's not that you think the person is a horrible person. You're fine. You don't want to be with them. And if they can't get across it across their minds that you don't want to be with them and also try to avoid having sex with them. Correct. Just avoid um, that. Just cut all ties. You need to cut ties, and it needs to be healthy, especially if you've decided that this is what's best for you. And that person should be able to respect what it is that you've decided for yourself. And if you know that it's going to be for your betterment and that other person's betterment, then they just should be able to respect that decision. And if it goes to the point where it's being pushed to the left, then if whatever you need to do to protect yourself, you need to do that. And I mean, sometimes it just goes so far as you having to call the police. And I mean, it, what if that means that that's what you had to do to protect yourself, then that's just what you had to do to protect yourself. 
I had to do that. Could not accept the fact that I did not want to be with him anymore. Decided that he wanted to break into my home and that he wanted to stand over me while I was asleep. And so I had to get him out of my room and I had to call the police because he took it that far. You can't wait for someone to take it that far because if I didn't wake up, who knows what it could have happened to me. And as the police roughed him up to, you know, pat him down to make sure that he didn't have anything on him as they arrested him. He didn't even have any underwear on. Who's to say what could have happened to me that night if I didn't wake up and recognize that he was standing over me? He could have raped me that night. He could have killed me that night. His life would have been over and so would have mine. That's just how serious it is. Some people just take it that far. And some people are just willing to see how far you're willing to take it. If you find yourself in a situation um, and it's just hard to get out of, but you need help, I want you to call the National Domestic Violence Hotline. Call 800-799-SAFE. And that's 800-799-7233. And you can tell them. You don't have to tell your mama. You don't have to tell your sister. You don't have to tell your uncle or your brothers and them because everybody has an opinion about what it is that you do and who you're with. But you can tell someone who doesn't know you and they can help aid you through the process of getting out of that situation. That's what's key that you have a happy and healthy life. That's what Stay Tuned Podcast is about. It's painting a picture about having a healthy, happy life that you are proud of. There's also locally interact of Wake County. Mm-hmm. They have one in Durham. Okay. They help battered women. We all, we all know October is breast cancer. Awareness month, but it's also domestic it's violence. It's also domestic violence. Absolutely, it, it always get pushed to the back, to the back. It does, and we should and, start celebrating it more. And so, is there a color for it? It's purple. Mm-hmm. It's well, purple. I thought it was for lupus. I mean, it is for lupus too, but domestic violence is it's purple as well. Okay, gotcha. And and that's yeah. and that's it goes both ways. It's not just for women. It's mm-hmm. it's for men also because mm-hmm. men are right. in domestic relationships. Just as much as women. And being violated and, and abused, you know, exactly. Please yeah. don't be embarrassed. Believe me. Yes, it's, it's, it's okay. Um, I, I know a person ago, I have I have planned for myself, just being someone who has experienced it, is to be a bigger advocate for domestic violence, to get out into the community, to get resources mm-hmm. for those men and women who are in domestic violence situations, mm-hmm. whether it's care bags, toys for their kids when they go to safe places Mm -hmm. just another resource to step out to be there because whether you are aware that you are a victim or not Mm -hmm. everyone needs help when they're in that type of situation absolutely so it's i can't stress the point anymore get help if you need it get out if you need to yes And that's a segue into um, December is also um, a big month for Mel and I. We have, this will be our fourth year where we have started a purse drive. Um, The purse drive is for domestic violent victims. Um, In honor of Mel's mother, we have named it the Dolores Ann Holiday Purse Drive. And it started from November 17th through December 15th. And it's our fourth annual purse drive, but basically we take up toiletry items and we pack them all in a purse for ladies who are domestic violent victims. Um, 
the location that we deliver the items to is always like top secret because of course these are domestic violent victims that have fleed from their situation and so they are in need of items such as lotion soap shampoo conditioner deodorant toiletries like you know your pads um toothpaste toothbrushes feminine care products like i was talking about before um hats socks gloves it gets cold out there at night and i could not even imagine um being in a situation where i had children and i had to leave the coop you know in the middle of the night and you know just to put my children in a safe place um i grew up in a home where um i saw domestic violence and I ended up in a relationship where I was abused. And so naturally, generationally, you end up in the same situations that your parents did. And so I knew that that was not a healthy situation and I got out of it. Thank God. But the reason why I started this podcast is in honor of Jennifer Smith. She did not end up out of her situation. She was murdered because of her domestic violent relationship. And so, you know, it's not to, you know, make things heavy, but that's just how quick, like you can end up in love with somebody and you can think they're great and you can, you know, be swept away by this magic that you feel like this person has, but really they have some deep, dark rooted issues that you can never touch. Your love will never be able to heal that. That's something that they need help with. And if they never get help with it, you might end up hurt terribly because of it. And so, you know, she lost her life behind it and it was simple and it was stupid, but it happened to her. And it was, it's a reality for me because I made it out of my situation. Tierra made it out of her situation. But you think about all those women or men who didn't make it out of their situation, you Snapped is like popular, but think about all those women who have killed their dude behind an act of passion. I don't want love that much. We love you. And do you guys have anything else you want to let's shout out these businesses real quick? I just want to shout out some local artists. Well, I know one artist is local and I love her. Um, you can follow her on IG at uh, Candy Carver. Mm-hmm. Um, it's C-A-N-D-Y-C-A-R-V-E-R. Candy Carver, all one word on Instagram, and her art is so, so, so dope. Um, and I just actually started following this artist called, now I don't know, I'm not sure if he's local, but it's um, art underscore of underscore raw 972. Okay. Um, dope. He's the one who did the, um, the African Winnie the Pooh that just changed my life. Definitely follow these two artists, like they just changing the game right now. Another little podcast, you know what I'm saying? My boy out here uh, trying to make something happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, F the culture, it's just F T H E culture. Um, mm-hmm. Double little podcast. Um, my boy Drew working on. It's pretty much just about um, discussing things and, and culture. Are we for them? Are we against them? Okay. Do we like them? Why don't we like them? Different things like that. Um, so yes, I mean, you know, pretty good. Um, what platforms can we follow on? Yeah, it's on SoundCloud for sure, and it's on Anchor. Okay. Shout out to you guys, our fellow podcasters. Yeah, what up? We had to get y'all on the show. Yeah, we gotta do a little smash up. Yeah. That'd be kind of dope. Um, so yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, follow him, listen to that podcast. Okay. Sometimes. Um, 
you know, we be shooting shit. Y'all ain't gonna like it, but it's whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love disrespectful podcasts. Oh, you'll love this one. Then. Oh, we yeah. Get, we get to the shit. Yeah. Pretty sure. Let's go. Pretty sure. It's real. Pretty raw. Real raw. Yeah. Like, you know, but it's good shit, though. It's like, it really is. Like, his last one was uh, him and his mom. Okay. Oh, wow. It was like really dope. Oh, that's what's up. What was the episode about? What was it? The topic? Oh, it was crazy. I didn't even listen to it yet. Oh, okay. Like, okay. I didn't even get a chance to get to it. Like, I'm a couple episodes behind. So okay. I give everybody that rock with like, their own like, time and space. Gotcha. And oh, I saw I got my own day? So, I, I actually, that's why I'm like a season behind because I did the first two seasons. I binged okay. at work. Okay. I took a break. Okay. I caught up on his. So. Okay. That's what's up. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. I got one more uh, page I'm gonna shout out. He's a um, he's a chef or whatever. And he be getting busy. And he swear he uh, eat better than me, but I don't. You know, whenever okay. he ready, we gonna have that conversation. But he's on Instagram. Uh-huh. His IG we'll is when you gonna cook for me, James. When you when you gonna cook, cook for me, James? <laughs> I heard That's his about. IG. Uh, his real name is James Murchison. Okay. Uh, he's behind the Backstabbers brand, um, clothing brand. So okay. Good dude, well known um, in the area, but yeah, he gets busy. Um, okay. With that. He be driven that sauce on everything. So. All right. That's what's up. Shout out to you, James. All right. So I have two people I want to shout out. First and foremost, I want to shout out the lady who made my cake at my book launch. T-T-T-H-A Boss Lady. And that's T-T-T-H-A B-O-S-S-L-A-D-I. You guys, if you're looking for a custom cake, if you're looking for a custom cake, custom cupcakes, treats, Yara is your lady. She will hook you up. Not only is her fondant cake delicious, usually fondant tastes like plastic, y'all. Tiara has somehow mastered it and it tastes delicious most people who know me know that i try to stay away from sweets but i for real will dibble and dabble out of her cake oh my goodness all right the second person that i want to shout out is a style over names added a name to him buddy covington this is this is my designer all things stay tuned podcast whether it be a print on a t-shirt style over names logo on a hat this is your man if you reach out or, or go follow Article 74 on Instagram, we got some brothers that are out here getting busy. They have their own clothing line, their own clothing store. All the guys are dope. They do logos. They do um, printing on the side of your car. They do all things printing, T-shirts, hats, jackets, whatever you want them to do, they will put your logo on it. Reach out to them at Article 74, and that's in Raleigh, North Carolina, and that's downtown Raleigh. And be sure to reach out to Buddy Covington. He is dope, man. All of them are dope. Do we have anything else coming up with Thanksgiving? Uh, not right now, but next episode, if we do, you will be the first to know. You sure will. Next up is Christmas and our birthdays. So guess what? It's your birthday. Stay tuned. We love y'all. <laughs> We hope you enjoyed this episode. Peace. I'm so good. I love that song. I'm yeah. telling you, they ask me what I do with who I do. <laughs> What's you your birthday? January 9th and 14th. 